0: everyone and welcome back to the van Maren show my name is jonathan van Maren, and today i'm going to be talking to ron de haas he is the president and co-founder of covenant eyes i graduated from ohio state university and attended the university of michigan as a phd candidate we've done many podcast episodes of pornography on the van Maren show and the reason i wanted to talk to ron is because he actually pioneered the concept of accountability software and founded covenant eyes in the spring of 2000. Today, there's nearly half a million subscribers to Covenant Eyes who enjoy screen accountability. Ron also founded Nehemiah Ministries, a 160-acre retreat and counseling center in South Central Michigan for pastors and missionaries. And Ron joined me to talk about the journey of founding Covenant Eyes, the purpose of Covenant Eyes, and why you should consider getting a Covenant Eyes on your devices if you don't yet have it. Here's that conversation. Well, just to start off, sir, maybe you could tell us the origin story of how you ended up being uh, the CEO of an anti-porn organization specializing in accountability software, because it doesn't seem like the kind of job somebody wants to do when they're a kid.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it is. uh, It is interesting. Uh, I, I actually started out 23 years ago, more than 23 years ago. I had two teenage sons. And I didn't want them to be viewing pornography. This is in the very early days of the internet. And when I realized the dangers uh, uh, on the internet of pornography, how much pornography was out there, and then I started reading that already it was a billion dollar industry. And so I, I really realized I can't have my, I can't prevent my son from getting on the internet uh, in this day and age. And so I. Uh, and, and the filters that were out there were really not good filters. Uh, and there's anybody can still get around a filter. And besides, I wanted to train my sons uh, to really under, to really use the internet uh, respectfully and and properly. And filters don't do that. Filters, if anything, are a challenge to teenagers to get around. And so. Uh, Actually, there's data out there that uh, people actually use pornography more when they have a filter than than when they don't have a filter. Um, And and in addition to that, I wanted something that would give me an over-the-shoulder view of what they are doing on the internet so that I could talk talk to them about everything that, that they're using the internet for. Uh, and there's there's a verse from Psalm 32 that I love, and it, it's when I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away. When I kept silent about my sin, my body wasted away, and uh, I, I didn't want them to be silent about their about the sin. Now you know we all are we all are tempted. We uh, this is a, a really devastating issue, but the filters that were out there were not adequate for what I wanted. And so I was very fortunate to have a young man uh, working with me who knew the internet and telecommunications very well. I asked him if he could keep me accountable on on the internet, on where I go. And so he went to my computer, he typed a few things and it only took him about five minutes. And uh, I know what he did now. Uh, it's not, not the way Governor Ice works now, but it worked because three days later, he presented me with a list of all the sites that I had visited over those three days. And I said, his name is Colin. And uh, I said, Colin, I think this might be the start of a business. I'm not the only one who, who wants this. Well, come to pass over the next few years, I found that Parents to begin with are not proactive. Uh, if we were, if Covenant Eyes were uh, providing its software only for proactive parents, we would have been out of business a long time ago. Uh, what keeps what keeps us going is, and and what I when I say keep us going, the more missional we are, the more I find uh, we uh, we improve our product, we uh, the more successful we are. It's amazing. Uh, because the mission of beating pornography in people's lives who are struggling with pornography, that's the the heart of what we do now. Uh, it's 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 people who are struggling with pornography, able to turn to someone who loves them and ask them, "Hey, will you keep me accountable on the internet, on what I'm doing?" And uh, and so that's the heart of what we're doing. It it's no of course it works for parents to keep their kids accountable, but um, the vast majority of our members are people who struggle with pornography uh, of really of all ages.
0: So uh, give us a sense of the chronology from uh, when Colin hands you this list of websites that you saw to running a company that has, I forget exactly how many thousands of users, but an enormous company um, that sort of specializes in helping addicts get free and providing software that assists us in doing that.
1: Uh, Yeah, We, we started in the year 2000, March of 2000, March 30th, as a matter of fact. And the tech people who are listening will understand uh, how amazing it is that Colin, This he was an amazing young man. In, in March, of, March 30th of 2000 was when I presented him with this idea of starting a business. He wrote the program he, or, and got the program. He had uh, help in writing the program. He had technical help in writing the program. He got the program written. He wrote our billing program. He wrote our customer relations management program. He wrote our, he did our website and we were actually selling a uh, version one of Covenant Eyes in June. So that that short a time, it, it, you know, that's, uh, that's just remarkable that he was able to do it in such a short time. Well, that was version one uh, and uh, I remember we celebrated when we had 100 members. Uh, that was uh, th- that was quite a celebration for Colin and me. Hey, we got 100 people who <laughs> think this is a a good idea. Uh, and so over the years uh, we have we have grown. Uh, you know, our our mission is to put ourselves out of business. That we would beat pornography. Uh, but there are p- uh, around 300,000 people using Covenant Eyes now. And we have uh, over 200 employees, many of whom are our customer service. Um, Our customer service is fantastic. We we try to answer the phone within a minute uh, and we do it 90% of the time, so.
0: I've called Um, you guys before. So I know that you guys do answer the phone that fast. I was in the States and I was having trouble connecting to hotel internet that I needed for work because of the covenant eyes on my devices. And yeah, somebody was on the phone almost immediately helped me work through all of it. So I can attest to that. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yep. It, it, we really have great, great member care. It really is. So
0: So one of the things I've I've been interested in, because it's the thing I understand the least because I'm not techie, um, is the evolution of this uh, of this process, because I've been using Covenant Eyes for, I don't know, probably more than 10 years. And it's changed a lot just in the time that I've used it. Um, The uh, the sort of A.I. screenshots um, um, way of, uh, of 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 accountability is. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know how many years old, but happened like roughly uh, sort of half at the halfway point of, of, of me using Covenant Eyes. So maybe describe sort of the evolution as both the ubiquity of porn on the Internet changed points of access for people changed. When you started, this was primarily a desktop or maybe laptop issue. Now, of course, it's primarily a smartphone issue, especially that it, for teens and for parents wanting to hold teens accountable. So what did it look like for Covenant Eyes to. To be looking at the digital landscape and consistently responding to new threats, evolving the technology, creating new technology.
1: <laughs> that sounded like five questions. <laughs> yeah, uh, but but it, it's a good question because uh, technology has changed so much. When we first started, most websites were little more than a flat file that could be analyzed. And we did. We analyzed the words. We we analyzed the words in the source code and in the URL. And that was uh, that really was adequate. We were amazingly successful in uh, over over the first few years of identifying pornography. Uh, and so that worked very well. Uh, but then uh, as the years went on, uh, first of all, you know, c- cell phones came along. And in addition to that, almost every website now is secure. Uh, You you might not think there's much difference between HTTP and HTTPS, but there is a huge difference. The HTTPS, the secure sites, uh, we can't read the source code. And besides that, within the source code, it links to all these other sites anyway. You know, everything is linked now. Uh, And so it's much more complicated than it was. Uh, so by 2012, uh, I recognized that, boy, the house is on fire. We're not going to be able to do this very much longer. And I uh, I started investigating in 2012, started investigating the process of using the, uh, the database that drives the screen. Now, I have to say I'm not a technical person, but... Uh, great people that work at Covenant Eyes, Uh, but the process of analyzing the screen itself for pornography, regardless of the source. uh, One of the benefits of that, it's not just internet internet pornography anymore. It could be a picture that you take with your camera. It's it's what's on the screen. Uh, Well, in 2012, that really wasn't possible. Uh, uh at least to do it on a on a commercial basis um the the uh technology really hadn't advanced 2015 now if you if I zoom ahead to 2023 this year this year is indeed and I think everybody knows this is a watershed year for uh accessing the entire internet very quickly and, and chat and using Chat GPT, for instance, to uh, uh write you a poem about whatever you want to write. And and there it is, two seconds later. It's it is a 2023 is a watershed year for uh for that. Well, in the same way, 2015 was a watershed year for the technology of image recognition. Uh and The timing was perfect for us, because we actually hired a data researcher uh, who was very familiar with uh, image recognition right up to date, and he went right to work. And so by by the beginning of 2016, he actually had a version running. We were not able to, because uh, it's a massive undertaking to completely change how you do business. Uh, But... Um, uh, by by 2018, we had a version that we could actually uh, put on the website and have people download and use as Covenant Eyes. That would then actually analyze what's on your screen quickly enough that it doesn't interrupt your usage, but accurately enough to identify pornography and then present that in a report and so in 2019 uh april of 2019 that became the only downloadable version that you could get on covenant eyes and by the end of 2020 we had converted all of our members over to what we now call screen accountability so really we were well ahead of the curve on artificial intelligence Uh, it's uh it was uh good timing for us
0: that was one of the only reasons i knew what the term already was when the big discussion started happening i'm like i'm pretty sure that's what covenant eyes uses on my phone it is um yep. to scan yep. the screens uh one of the we,
1: we were fortunate to have uh one of you know he he just is a leader in artificial intelligence and he happened to land in our company uh, you know he was on board with our mission and uh, we were very fortunate because uh, truly we were ahead of the curve on artificial intelligence.
0: One of the behind the scenes stories I'm curious about is uh, when the realization kind of struck that the smartphone was going to completely transform um, the war against pornography because so my generation i was born in 1988 kind of straddles two things like i remember what life was like before the internet um i remember what it was like to just not actually have that even lurking in the background of your brain it just wasn't really there and uh the first smartphone was released uh, the year after i graduated high school so i still went through high school with a phone that still basically performed phone functions which was you called and you texted and that was it and then you know sort of social media came in halfway through when I was uh, in university and that's when I noticed a huge difference now when I'm giving presentations on pornography is that the guys who got addicted um, who are my age it usually happens sort of in their mid-teens when they could get their hands on it some way or another with the odd person having found you know maybe a magazine in their you know dad's you know um, dresser drawer much younger but most of them it was kind of like they hit puberty they went looking for it that's how they could find it whereas most 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 of the kids I talk to now stumbled across it at a very young age on a device, often Googling out of curiosity, clicking on a pop up, you name it like it's almost an entirely different category of uh, of porn exposure. And so what was it kind of like to realize we've been fighting this war to keep garbage away from the, you know, a vision of people on laptops and desktops. And now suddenly we everybody's got the porn theater in their pocket and we've got to figure out how to filter that and to fight this front on an entirely new field.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's an amazing thing that Right here in front of me, you know, pick pick a point in the air in front of you, and I can stick my phone in that spot, and I can access all the pornography that I want. And uh, it, it, you know, that's it is an amazing thing. And uh, the realization for me started coming. Um, I I would say probably about the same time that uh, around two thousand twelve when I really realized that uh, having cell phones is a different thing than desktops. For one thing, I came to the realization that parents don't understand that. (laughs) Parents don't understand that giving their kids access to the Internet in their pockets is a very dangerous thing. The uh, parents are used to using a laptop, yes, and they understand the dangers uh, of uh, pornography on their laptop. And they, I'm sure they figure, well, there's, there's probably the same access on your phone, but they don't realize how easy it is to access pornography on the phone. Uh, parental controls typically are quite cumbersome to use. Uh, for, they're they're cumbersome to set up in the first place, and then they're cumbersome to keep track of, and so you know you know you don't get a report from Google on use of the your cell phone, uh, and so I realized around two thousand twelve that this uh, this problem was going to be a very serious problem for young kids, and then over the next few years now we have a scholarship program at Covenant Eyes every year we give uh scholarships and in order to apply for the scholarship you have to write an essay and it, that essay um uh includes uh you know what what were your struggles what were your successes how do you use covenant eyes what does integrity mean and so on a- and over the years, and and this this last round, we we had 100 and uh, I'm sorry, uh, 850 applications for this year's scholarships. We had 850 applications, and this has been a more or less a gradual gradual change because um, and kids are getting older now. Uh, Now, the kids going into college have had a cell phone in their pockets now most in probably all their teenage lives. The, The vast majority, and by that I mean probably 825 out of the 850, began their essay something like, and now I have to say, we have a Christian market. And so this is kids coming from Christian homes by and large. There are exceptions, but... Kids coming from Krishna homes, by and large, probably 825 out of the 850, began their essay with something like, I started struggling with pornography when I was 12 years old. And 12 actually was one of the older ages. uh, There were more 12s than anything else, but it was as young as six. I started struggling with pornography and... Uh, I would say about half of those that began their essays that way actually used the word addicted. I became addicted to pornography when I was 12 years old. So this is going on. uh, This is the vast majority of kids. This is their sex education. And we have... uh, Parents have to realize that when they allow their their kids to have a phone in their pockets without very close monitoring, at least, uh, and and to let them take their their phones into their bedroom at night. Uh, They are releasing their kids to, for one thing, they're allowing uh, that pornography to be the sex education for their kids um the boys think this is how I'm supposed to treat girls, and the girls think this is how I'm supposed to be treated. And so this is uh, the, their sex education. But on top of that, they are playing into the hands of Satan. Uh, you know, Satan uses uh, greed and sex uh, in pornography. The greed of the purveyors of pornography, a multi-billion dollar industry, and then the uh, the sin, the, the natural sinful nature of man, uh, where uh, uh, sexual sin is so predominant uh, throughout the Bible, throughout our lives. And so they're allowing Satan to play a role in their kid's upbringing that they aren't aware of.
0: And so where are we where are we sitting right now? There's a lot of different products on the market. If you were to make your pitch for Coven and I specifically, there's five or six that I'm aware of um, I've, I've never used most of them simply because I started using covenant eyes first. And, and so I've never, I've, I've never seen a need to switch to a different one. I have been impressed though, in my research, um, because it indicates to me that covenant eyes is consistently ahead of the curve. And I like the, the way that the emails I'm account I have an accountability partner and I'm also accountability partner for a bunch of people. And so I get their reports all the time. They're rem- remarkably effective in terms of catching stuff, um, Um, The AI is really good, even the stuff that, um, you know, 80% of the time, the screenshots that it catches won't be anything, anything worrisome, but it's sensitive enough that it's like, hey, you should check this out. And it also, I think, provides this it kind of like the over the shoulder view as you as you said earlier on when you started this off where which is that a lot of people won't look at stuff because with the you can get around a filter but the screenshots you just never know when the screenshots are actually going to be taken and so you always have to be careful so what would your pitch for Covenant Eyes being the most cutting edge accountability software uh, on the market be
1: uh well to begin with it is accountability software. Uh, many of the other products that are out there really focus on filters. Uh, and then second, uh, being accountability software, uh, it really is designed for those who are struggling. That that includes kids, definitely. Uh, and like I said, I wish parents were more proactive, but they aren't. You know, maybe, I don't know, 3% of parents are, are proactive and would would actually set something up in in advance of their kids actually being exposed, uh, and so accountability is the key. But then the uh, the other aspect of it is we focus on people who are struggling, and it's not meant to be. Well, it is, I mean, it is used as a proactive tool, definitely, but where we focus is on the people who are struggling. And so, in addition to providing the accountability, we also provide uh, abundant other resources. We have uh, great blogs. We have uh, ebooks We have uh, a, a great book uh, designed for lay leaders in churches. Uh, we have amazing customer service, and just overall, I, I guess uh, one thing is uh, we real of the companies that provide us any service that's related at all. uh, We really are the biggest. And uh, as such, we have uh, teams that are working on, on every aspect of uh, of the users uh, use of of the software and our resources. And so I I really, you know, I just have to believe I, I do believe that we are ahead of the curve. Definitely. Uh, and we'll probably remain ahead of the curve as far as uh, you know, I, uh, our employees are mission minded and they're driven, uh, they're just driven to provide the best the best resources possible. And i'm I'm sure that's true of other companies too. I'm not belittling them in that. but uh, but we have a huge team that is is driven. <laughs> it really is great. And we have over 200 employees, so it's uh, it really is a great team.
0: So when I, when I give presentations on, on pornography, especially, I think I've done, a, I've done a couple of thousand high school students this year alone so far. I've got a lot more going on this fall. And parents will very frequently kind of grill me when I give them a sort of list of, of resources. And Coven Covenant Eyes is at the top of the list. And they'll say, my kid's really tech savvy. I'm not. What if I sign all this up, like what am I missing? And I said, you know what, I'm gonna to talk to somebody from Covenant Eyes and I'll ask them that question because I don't know the answer. I've never tried to get around to my Covenant Eyes before, but I'm also so useless with technology that I'm not the kind of guy who would be able to do it even if I wanted to. Um, mm-hmm. So I, you know, I'm not, I'm not particularly capable of that sort of thing. What would you tell parents to look out for? Let's say, you know, you know, you've got a dad who's got, you know, a 13 year old of 15 year old and a 17 year old, and he puts Covenant Eyes accountability software on all the devices that they own. Uh, he's getting their accountability reports. He's reviewing them. But let's say one of these three kids is very motivated to to, to look for pornography because they've struggled with addiction in the past. Um, is there a chance that the AI is going to miss what they've looked at? Um, what, what does this parent have to be on the lookout for? What, what kind of gaps are they going to be needing to fill? Besides the much essential conversations, what kind of backstops um, would you would you suggest that they have?
1: Yeah, Uh uh the the program e- even for the really technologically savvy uh, kid uh the the program works in this way number 1 it encourages the parent to be more proactive uh when the parent is getting a report uh that report will identify and we're getting we're adding new features all the time but uh, that report will identify uh uh, certain issues that come up in in kids trying to circumvent it and so for instance there's an incognito mode uh and if if they go into incognito mode the parent is actually notified that that happened and so uh you know that that should alert the parent and we actually highlight that uh we highlight the fact that that was done and then the parent has uh cause to go to the uh, the uh, son or daughter and say, you know, what what happened here? And that's the idea of accountability. Uh, the idea of accountability is not, uh, you know, it, it is not to make us perfect, that's for sure. It, it's not to uh, uh, mean that we'll never sin again. But what do you do with that sin? And how can the parent help them through the struggle? And so that really is on the parent's end. On the, on the child's end, uh, they're always one thing about Covenant Eyes is uh, if, if they continue using pornography, if, if they do this on a fairly regular basis, eventually they're going to get caught. Even if they find ways of circumventing, eventually they are going to get caught. And they find that out. And so the next time they look at pornography, uh, they have to wonder. Uh, is covenant eyes seeing this or not, you know, uh, e- even in the ways that are that they might be able to circumvent. Uh, and so it really does, it really does work uh, in that, in that way. So even in the cases where they are circumventing, they wonder, am I being, am I being monitored? Uh, you know, there, there are always going to be ways of circumventing. They can go down to their friend's house and use their friend's phone. And so that, uh Uh, but the key really is for it to be accountability, for it to be genuine accountability. It has to be someone who receives the report who really loves you and cares about you and is willing to follow up with you and say, you know, okay, I got this report. It looks good, uh, but tell me, how are you doing in your heart? What's going on within you? And so that is one of the purposes of the report is it generates conversation and it generates a relationship. It builds a relationship.
0: So anti-porn work can often be, you know, a lot of, very much of a slog. You talk to a lot of people who who are struggling with something that's, you know, can only be described as digital poison. After all the years of doing this work, what are some of the things that have really encouraged you in your work with Covenant Eyes?
1: What really encouraged me uh, is uh, the fact that we are successful uh, has enabled Covenant Eyes to be a very strong supporter of the National Center on Sexual Exploitation in Washington, D.C. Uh, I currently am the chairman of that organization, actually. Uh, that organization is responsible for Uh, many successes. They have a law center in which they just recently, uh, a judge allowed them to continue suing MindGeek and and Pornhub, uh, even though they were trying to block that. Uh, We have been successful in getting MasterCard, Visa, American Express, and PayPal to not accept payments from Pornhub anymore. Uh, And uh, and many other successes. Uh, Covenant Eyes has been a big part of that organization, and I can I can draw a, a distinct thread from my work here at Covenant Eyes to the success of actually suing Pornhub. Uh, there there's there's a thread there that I can actually trace, and I know my work here at Covenant Eyes is contributing to actually beating pornography. And so uh, you asked what's encouraging, that's that's not so much encouraging about Covenant Eyes itself, but my work here at Covenant Eyes and what is happening. What we we are changing culture, I believe we are actually changing the course of history itself.
0: That's an interesting point because a couple of weeks ago on my podcast, I talked about how I I do think that the conversation has distinctly changed in a number of ways. If you look at the the backlash to the porn industry in the 80s under the Reagan administration, it looked like there was a real chance that social conservatives would win the war on pornography insofar as that it was a product that you could regulate and eventually eliminate. And then, of course, Mm -hmm. you get the internet, you get the smartphone, and it looked like Republicans had given up on the fight on pornography, and it looked like people had given up just based on the fact that it didn't seem possible. And I was at the Nicosi conference in uh, Austin or Houston— um, whatever in Texas in 2015. And I remember that, uh, a lot of the discussions that were going on, not just from the stage and on the panels or in the breakout sessions, but of course, you know, you have sort of like a weird group of, you know, Mormons and feminists and Catholic priests and ex porn stars, you know, talking, uh, talking out on the patio and, and strategizing about this, this sort of thing. And at that point, the, the, the big enemy was still guys like, you know, Dr. David Lay, um, Dr. Nicole Prouse, like the porn profs. Um, But the public debate was still very much raging. The idea that pornography was fueling a new rape culture, that it was transforming the minds of the young, that it was shaping the sexual behavior and tastes, that it was driving erectile dysfunction. These were still ongoing debates. I feel like the last 24 months has indicated that the public debate, I would go so far as to say the public debate has been won that guys like David Lay, uh, uh, women like Nicole Prowse, have definitively lost the debate that if you go from the UK to Scandinavia to Australia to half a dozen states... That there's just not really any question anymore um that pornography does what the anti- porn movement has been saying it does for for a very long time. And I genuinely do not think it's outside the realm of possibility that we would see um, significant legislation targeting the porn industry directly as opposed to just, Um, just age accountability and things like that. Justin Mm -hmm. Trudeau said that he thinks pornography might be contributing to sexual violence. Um, And Uh there's there's no aspect of the sexual revolution that he's not supportive of. Would you agree with the synopsis that we've we've won the public debate and now that the the battle is focused on different areas?
1: Uh, We are winning that public debate. Uh, You know, there's a lot of intersectionality between pornography and suicide. Uh, even uh, 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 abortion you know it desensitizes us to all aspects of uh, uh of uh, sexual immorality and so uh there's just you know there there's a lot of intersectionality so i don't i don't think we have totally won the uh, the public debate yet but i think we are making great strides in that uh you know satan works we, we are uh We, being Covenant Eyes, Nicosi, all the organizations who are fighting pornography in one way or another, uh, and there are some great organizations, Fight the New Drug and uh, uh, others that are fighting pornography, uh, we are at the tip of a spear plunging into the heart of a principality of darkness. And uh, parents should know that when they give their kids access to the internet in their pockets uh, that they are allowing this uh, this principality of darkness to enter into their kids' lives and so like I said we are we're at the tip of a spear plunging into the heart of that principality of darkness and uh in the end we'll win by the way. <laughs>
0: final question, Reminder, uh, remind our listeners where they can sign up for Covenant Eyes.
1: CovenantEyes.com. Uh that's that's where you go. Uh and we also are uh you know, we are also hiring, we're growing, and uh slash careers is also a good one. Uh and please take advantage of uh, the resources. And then uh, of course on the on the iPhone you search for the Covenant Eyes app, it's called Victory. And, um, and, uh, victory actually is, uh, the, the source of many resources. So that's, uh, that's where to go.
0: Thank you so much for joining us.
1: Hey, Jonathan, I, I loved it. It was great talking to you. Thank you very much.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that was my conversation with Rhonda Haas. Thank you so much for joining us this week. If you want to listen to past shows or subscribe to listen to future shows, please head over to lifesitenews.com. Click on the podcast tab. You'll find the Van Maren show there. You can also get our podcasts wherever you download your content. Thanks so much for listening.